transition for a duratic banini yoju ekwe 090 Welcome to Fresh 107.9 FM. We educate, we inform, we entertain, we play feel good music. of Nigeria. It is with full gratitude to God that today we celebrate Nigeria's 61st independence anniversary. From 1st of October 1960 to heaven, all hands were on deck. East, west, north, all came together to celebrate freedom. Today should not only serve as a reminder of the days the British handed over the reins of power to Nigerians, but also unified Nigerians from all ethnic groups, religions, and regions. Today, despite the challenges we face, most Nigerians still maintain the spirit of 1st October. That positive outlook and determination to make Nigeria a peaceful, and prosperous nation. It is due to this collective attitude that Nigeria definitely continues to remain a united and indivisible nation. Fellow Nigerians, the first 18 months have been some of the most difficult periods in the history of Nigeria. Since the civil war, I doubt whether we have seen a period or more heightened challenges than what we have witnessed in this period. Our original priorities for 2020 were to continue stabilizing our economy following the deep recession while restoring peace in areas confronted with security challenges. But the COVID-19 pandemic and its devastating impact on all nations meant we needed to shift gears and re-strategize. Nigerians came together as one to fight against COVID-19. It is this attitude and by the special grace of God we continue to survive the pandemic as a nation and indeed provide leadership 
and example at regional and international levels. The doomsday scenario predicted for our country never came. Even as the Delta variant continues to spread, we have built the capacity we need to respond now and into the future. I will therefore appeal to Nigerians not to take COVID lightly. Adhere to public health and social measures. Put your mask on and get vaccinated. We can control this pandemic, but it requires effort on everybody's part. The investments we made in the response to COVID-19 will also serve our country to tackle any future disease, outbreaks, or pandemics. Despite the global inequity in access to vaccines, the government of Nigeria has continued to explore all available options to ensure Nigerians have free access to safe and effective vaccines. Some 5 million vaccine doses have been administered to Nigerians through efforts led by the National Primary Healthcare Development Agency and we will continue to explore options for purchase or acquisition of vaccines such as through COVAX and the African Vaccine Acquisition Trust. I will take this opportunity to remind the global community that the current state of access to COVID-19 vaccines is unacceptable. We cannot afford a situation where a handful of countries keep the global vaccine supply to themselves at the expense of other nations. We must act now to accelerate equitable distribution of COVID-19 vaccines. This is the message I conveyed to the international community in New York last week. As we push to source vaccine for our immediate needs, we shall invest more to support our pharmaceutical and research agencies to come up with ideas for locally developed vaccines. Should another pandemic arise in the future, our question is simple. Will Nigeria be ready? Accordingly, I have directed the Ministries of Finance, Budget and National Planning, Health, Education, Science and Technology to work with Nigerian and international pharmaceutical companies and research organizations to enhance Nigeria's domestic pharmaceutical capacity. Already, the Nigerian Sovereign Investment Authority is raising a 200 million United States dollars fund for this initiative that will complement the Central Bank of Nigeria's ongoing 85 billion Naira healthcare sector research and development intervention scheme to support local researchers in the development of vaccines and drugs to combat communicable and non-communicable diseases, including COVID-19. Fellow Nigerians, this is just the beginning. Similarly, 
on our approach to food security. I am proud to announce Nigeria has commenced its journey to pharmaceutical independence. This journey, which will take years to achieve, but will ultimately result in Nigerian-based companies developing the active pharmaceutical substances and the competence needed for us to make our own drugs and vaccines. Fellow Nigerians, as our economy continues to open after COVID-19 related lockdowns, we have also seen the resurgence of insecurity in certain parts of the country. In the last four months, the gallant men and women of the military and security agencies have made tremendous progress in addressing these new security challenges. We are taking the fight to our enemies from all angles and we are winning. Earlier this year, I launched the Integrated National Security and Waterways Protection Infrastructure, the Deep Blue Project, which is designed to secure Nigerian waters up to the Gulf of Guinea. I am happy to inform Nigerians that we have taken delivery of key assets for this project and very soon its impact will be felt. In the Northeast region alone, over 8,000 Boko Haram terrorists have surrendered. To support our surge approach to fighting banditry, the Nigerian Armed Forces have recruited over 17,000 personnel across all ranks. Furthermore, I have also approved for the Nigerian Police Force to recruit 10,000 police officers annually over the next six years. I am also pleased to note that most of the Air Force platforms we acquired over the first three years have started to arrive in Nigeria. These will positively impact on security operation in all parts of the country. In line with section 14, subsection 2B of the 1999 Constitution as amended, the security and welfare of Nigerians continue to be the frame focus on which programs and projects of our government revolves. Therefore, as a government, we are ready to arrest and prosecute all persons inciting violence through words or action. Our resolve for a peaceful, united, and one Nigeria remains resolute and unwavering. That said, our hope is not to fight for peace. We can always settle our grievances peacefully without spilling any blood. I will therefore take this opportunity on this official day that symbolizes the unity and oneness of our great nation to ask all Nigerians to embrace peace and dialogue, whatever your grievances. The seeds of violence are planted in people's heads through words. Reckless utterances of a few have led to losses of many innocent lives and destruction 
of properties. Such unfiltered and unsubstantiated lies and hate speeches where a few evil persons must be stopped. Our media houses and commentators must move away from just reporting irresponsible remarks to investigating the truth behind all statements and presenting the facts to readers. We must all come out and speak against the lies being peddled. At this point, I would want to sincerely appreciate the large number of our traditional, religious, and community leaders, as well as other well-meaning Nigerians who, in their various fora, are openly spreading the message of peaceful coexistence and complex settlement through dialogue in their respective communities. Nigeria is for all of us. Its unity is not negotiable. And its ultimate success can only be achieved if we all come together with a common goal of having peace and prosperity for our nation. We shall continue to work on dialogue-based solutions to address legitimate grievances. But we remain ready to take decisive actions against secessionist agitators and their sponsors who threaten our national security. The recent arrest of Namdi Kanu and Sandy Adeyemo and the ongoing investigations being conducted have revealed certain high-profile financiers behind these individuals. We are vigorously pursuing these financiers, including one identified as a serving member of the National Assembly. Hello, Nigerians. This is a clear example of how people abandon their national leadership positions for their selfish gains. Instead of reaching unity, they are funding and misleading our youth to conduct criminal acts that sometimes lead to unfortunate and unnecessary loss of lives and property. As the so-called leaders run abroad to hide, our innocent youth are misled and left in the streets to fight for their senseless and destructive causes. Government will continue with greater level of people's participation and in collaboration with our international partners to improve the security architecture, reduce and enabling environment for criminality, to strive and eliminate opportunities for terrorism financing. Fellow Nigerians, our unrelenting effort at resolving an almost two decades toll on the management of our petroleum resources and ensuring equitable consideration to our host communities has resulted in the enactment of the Petroleum Industry Act 2021. This act not only overhauls the institutional, regulatory, and fiscal framework of the petroleum industry, but also reduces the previous 
opacity associated with this sector. This is the first step to the reform as the process is a continuous one. Already to further improve the governance framework, I have sought for an amendment of section 11, subsection 2B, and section 34, subsection 2B, will also continue to review and amend as appropriate. At this juncture, it is very appropriate that I salute the leadership and members of the Ninth Assembly for their patriotism, dedication to duty, candor, and most importantly, the dispatch with which they have enacted legacy legislations for this nation. I do not take such level of cooperation for granted and hope it continues for the overall efficiency of the federal machinery. Nigeria's roadmap on local refining is on track with the commissioning of a modular refinery in Imo State. A second is scheduled for commissioning by the end of this year in Edo State and the third one in Bielsa State by 2022. In addition to the modular projects, we also have the two mega refinery projects coming up in Lagos and Aqua Ebon State. As these refineries are commissioned, more employment opportunities are created and there would be increased petroleum products available for local consumption, which will significantly reduce our reliance on importation. In further demonstrating, our plan to reduce our dependence on oil and tapping from our enormous gas resources, this administration remains committed to the decade of gas initiative, which is aimed at bringing to focus the utilization of our huge gas resources. Already, we are supporting and promoting various gas-based projects, including NLNG Train 7 and the Mega Urea and Ammonia projects in the South-South region. As we continue to optimize and enhance our oil and gas sector. I am also proud and delighted to state that our economy diversification strategy remains on course with the persistent increase in non-oil sector contribution to GDP. We recovered from economic recession in quarter four of 2020 with a GDP growth rate of 0.1 1% and grew by 0.51% and 5.01% in real terms in the first and second quarters of 2021. The agricultural sector remains key to our economic diversification efforts as the sector has been a consistent driver of the non-oil sector contributing 22.35% and 23.78% to the overall GDP in the first 
and second quarter of 2021. We have seen significant private sector investment in almost all areas of the agricultural value chain. And these have continued even during the COVID-19 pandemic. Unfortunately, as our food production capacity has increased, food prices have been going up due to artificial shortages created by middlemen who have been buying and holding these essential commodities for profit sharing. To address this, I am hereby directing the Ministry of Agriculture and Rural Development to rehabilitate the National Food Reserve Agency and also work with security agencies, the Nigerian Commodity Exchange, and the National Assembly to find a lasting solution to this disruptive and unpatriotic holding activities. To further enhance food production, we have completed several new dams and are in the process of rehabilitating several river basin development authorities to enhance groundwater supply for rain-fed agriculture as well as surface water for irrigation agriculture. The water projects were completed between 2015 to 2020 have improved Nigeria's access to portable water to 71 percent between 2015 and 2020. This means 12.5 million additional Nigerians now have direct access to portable water. Hello Nigerians. This government remains concerned by the significant transportation infrastructure deficit we have. Addressing the challenges our commuters and lorry drivers face on the motorways is still a high priority to us. To complement our budgetary allocations, the Presidential Infrastructure Development Fund and the Road Infrastructure Development and Refurbishment Investment Tax Credit Scheme, we recently established a 15 trillion Naira infrastructural cooperation of Nigeria Limited, which is expected to begin operation by the fourth quarter of this year. Infraco will also focus on leveraging resources on a public private sector basis for infrastructural development in Nigeria. We hope through these innovative programs, the additional cost burden on individuals and businesses because of inefficient logistic operations will be reduced and ultimately eliminated. We currently have over 13,000 kilometers of roads and bridges under construction all over the country, of which a fair percentage have been completed. As we fix our roads, we also continue to extend and upgrade Nigeria's railway network with the notable opening of the Wari to Itape standard gauge rail line.
To increase capacity, we have introduced more locomotives, coaches, and wagons, including the establishment of Aogun Assembly in Kajola, Ogun State. The seaports, however, still remain problematic. The effect of our various interventions to reduce the gridlocks and inefficiencies have been slower than expected. However, the implementation of the electronic call-up system, as well as the conversion of the Lily Pond container terminal to a vehicle transit area, will further enhance the ease of cargo evacuation. Our prioritization of developing Nigeria's digital economy has positively impacted the contribution of the ICT sector to our GDP. We hope our present efforts to ensure all Nigerians use a national identification number as well as our planned rollout of the fifth generation network technology will ensure we stay in line with the global innovation curve as a nation. As we embrace the digital economy in Nigeria, we are fully aware of the prospects and the perils. Our policies have been developed to enable Nigerians to take advantage of the prospects and avoid the perils of digital technologies. Social media is a very useful platform that has enabled millions of Nigerians to connect with loved ones, promote their businesses, socialize, and access news and other information. However, recent events have shown that the platform is not just an innocuous platform for information dissemination. Rather, some users have misused the platform to organize, coordinate, and execute criminal activities, propagate fake news, and promote ethnic and religious sentiments. To address these negative trends, the federal government of Nigeria suspended the operation of Twitter in Nigeria on June 5, 2021 to allow the government put measures in place to address these challenges. Following the suspension of Twitter operations, Twitter Incorporated reached out to the federal government of Nigeria to resolve the impasse. Subsequently, I constituted a presidential committee to engage Twitter to explore the possibility of resolving the issue. The committee, along with its technical team, has engaged with Twitter and have addressed a number of key issues. These are A, national security and cohesion, B, registration, physical presence and representation, C, fair taxation, D, dispute resolution, and E, local content. Following the extensive engagements, the issues are being addressed 
and I have directed that the suspension be lifted, but only if the conditions are met to allow our citizens continue to use the platform for business and positive engagements. As a country, we are committed to ensuring that digital companies use their platform to enhance the lives of our citizens, respect Nigeria's sovereignty, cultural values, and promote online safety. Nigeria's progressive diplomacy continues to manifest through growing numbers of highly placed Nigerians in positions of regional and global influences. Very recently, Nigeria won election for the position of commissioner for the expanded political, peace, and security affairs of the African Union. Our persistent calls for a reorganized and reformed echoes to make the organization citizens sensitive paid off with the acceptance by the authority of heads of state and government of ECOS to commence the agreed reforms in the organization ahead of the next election of the organization principal officers in December this year. As the African Development Bank, World Trade Organization, and indeed the United Nations footprints of Nigeria's diplomacy are clearly evident. We remain confident that our goal of lifting 100 million Nigerians out of poverty in 10 years is achievable. Considering the positive impact of our social investment programs, I recently approved an increase in the number of NPOWER program beneficiaries from 500,000 to 1 million. Out of this, 510,000 have started the program while the competitive selection process for onboarding the outstanding 490,000 beneficiaries is in progress. The National Homegrown School Feeding Program is currently being implemented in 35 states of the Federation and the FCT. Over 103,000 women have been engaged and empowered as cooks under the program, while about 10 million pupils are being fed across public primary schools in the country. To grant increased access to credit to the most poor and vulnerable, I have directed an increase in the disbursement of government enterprise and empowerment program loans to an additional 1 million beneficiaries laying more emphasis on the small holding farmers through the farmers money program. Hello Nigerians. For far too long, we have neglected the centrality of the civil service as the engine of governance, and this has manifested in ineffective service delivery. There is widespread discontent and disillusion about the efficiency 
and probity of our civil service. It is for this reason that we are refocusing the Nigerian civil service to provide world-class service to run our country. The use of this great country remain propellants for our today and provide guarantees that we will have a secure tomorrow. It is for this reason that I remain focused on expanding opportunities for their participation in politics and governance. Recent appointments of young people into positions of authority and their track record so far gives me confidence that we need to bring more of them into governance and this I promise to do. More specifically, to encourage girl-child education, female scholarship schemes, life skills, and digital literacy skills to boost girls' enrollment, retention, and completion of schooling are all initiatives put in place to ensure gender balance in appropriately positioning our youth for positions of leadership. The commitment of this administration to the well-being of people living with disabilities remain unwavering. Government recognizes their contributions to development and I have in this regard directed all relevant government agencies pay special attention to the peculiarities of different abilities in the implementation of policies and programs. Rape and gender-based violence remains a sore point in our nation as in many countries worldwide and this was worsened during and after the outbreak of the COVID-19 pandemic. We are currently engaging heads of courts to establish specialized courts for the speedy and seamless trial of rape gender-based offenses, especially to ensure that justice is done for child victims of sexual violence. On the other hand, works has advanced in the reformation, reintegration, and the reunification of minors involved in one crime or the other. The reformation in our correctional services has manifested in an increase in modernized custodial centers and a transformation from strictly punitive to attitudinal changes so that criminals do not relapse into their previous lifestyles. As we begin to celebrate our 61 years as a nation, we need to be conscious that Nigeria does not start and end with the federal government. This country is a great collective where government at all arms and levels as well as the private sector and more importantly individuals have a role to play. In particular, security is a bottom to top undertaking.
joining hands and hearts together would enable us to secure ourselves and our country. I fully understand the anxiety of many Nigerians on the inability of this country to grow beyond a never-ending potential for becoming a great nation to an actually great one. A lot has been achieved in the last six years on many fronts, in infrastructure, social care, governance, Nigeria's image and influence in Africa and the international community. But critics misdiagnose incremental progress as stagnation. Since coming to power, this administration has tackled our problems head on in spite of the meager resources. No government since 1999 has done what we have done in six years to put Nigeria back on track. We shall continue to serve the country, listen to all, and protect our democracy and the country. Thank you all, and God bless the Federal Republic of Nigeria. Nine minutes can past 7 a.m. this uh, Friday morning is the 1st of October 2021. It's Nigeria's Independence Day. Many thanks for staying with us at Fresh 107.9 FM at Bogota this uh, morning. Uh, 36 oh, minutes, 37 thereabout. The president spoke for uh, this uh, morning uh, in his uh, Independence Day speech. Uh, quite a lot he had to say. Um, well, I don't know. Uh, well, apologies anyway. Uh, that uh, <laughs> is an abridged version of uh, freshly pressed this uh, morning. Uh, we'll of course uh, be taking a 
taking some reactions as far as the president's speech and one or two other issues uh, this uh, morning. We'll try to squeeze in as much as we can and, of course, talk to you as much as we can uh, this uh, morning. Wale Bakari is my name. Uh, Mr. Idi, I know, is with me, uh, as always. Oh, I was <laughs> saying, good morning, sir. First off, happy morning. Independence Day yeah, to, to you. you. Um, you've seen a lot of Independence Days. Sure. Happy Independence <laughs> Day to you as well. Okay. Um, yeah. You know, I was just making the joke uh, that um, this is probably the third or fourth time yeah, that we're together be, yeah. on a day the and president has had to make a speech yeah, on the yeah, other yeah, word independence exactly, and democracy yeah, day. Exactly, I think on New yeah, Year as well. New Year, yeah, right. Great to see you, Good as see always. You well, um, the statement, uh, the speech is out. We saw it late yesterday. Yeah, right. uh, the text was out. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Guardian and a couple of others had the text. Mm-hmm. Um, no surprises, uh, some of the issues reference the mm-hmm. unity of the country, security, mm-hmm. um, the issue of uh, its speech on mm-hmm. the internet and all of that. Mm-hmm. And um, promises, promises. Uh, as always, mm-hmm. as expected. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was the same question I asked last year, sadly, uh, saying, are we truly happy on our Independence Day? Sadly. Um, it is the same thing going on uh, in the minds of a lot of Nigerians. But um, is there cause for hope? Um, do we are we moving towards that direction where we can say that whether as a people or for our leaders, uh, there's just hope at the end of the day. Well, uh, one recurrent feature of all the advice you know or the speech you know given by leaders whether you're talking of GEJ you know past presidents uh, past presidents of the senate you know David Mark the present ones and all of them is to give Nigerians hope you know that we should not despair even the president we should not despair that things will get better mm-hmm. uh, they tend to compare the past you know to now especially between 1999 to date you know that even the economy we're talking about they feel that it has improved you know uh, in a way we did the rebasing in 2014 and they feel you know our economy has improved and they looked at uh, telecommunications you know that that industry has, has jacked up you know the way we do things and some others uh, any hope back to your question is is a, a forlorn hope in the sense that the things on the ground now the situation on the ground does not justify you know much hope but uh, if we have the leadership that will change its tactics i think things will get better even in the area of economy that we've been talking about if we concentrate on creating jobs creating wealth and we can move people out of poverty just like china you know did moving Look, 100 million people out of poverty within a year. Even India too did it. But sadly, uh, what we are experiencing in Nigeria is that when India moves 44 people in one one minute out of poverty, six people enter poverty in Nigeria. But I, I hope if we change, if we concentrate on manufacturing industry, if we remove all the obstacles, you know, to agriculture, because agri, look. Our first republic, that was 19, especially first the parliamentary system Sixth of government, term. yes. I mean, we had a stable government at that point in time because the sub-nationals had some level of independence. 
we are specialists to their economy. We are growing, we are depending on agriculture. I mean, there wasn't oil at that point in time. And we were so, you know, making things happen to the federal, giving money to the federal. But things have changed. What we now have is a centralized, centralized government, centralized unitarism, and you have fiscal centralism. In other words, the federal makes money and you know, distributes to the state. We should not be. If we want to move out of that band, bind, I, I think we should allow more you know, allow states you know, to make their own money. You know, I, I think that uh, hope, yes, create jobs for the youths, move youths out from the 33% unemployment we have at the moment, move them out, you know, like, create jobs for the, for the youths. Uh, maybe I th- things will get better and let our politicians change their orientation all this this selfish self selfish approach you know, to issues uh on on due ethnic ethnicity you know prebenda mm. you know narcissistic approach you know, to issues nepotistic approach to issues let's hammer on justice fairness and justice fairness and equity i'm sure things will happen even the the man that handed over you know to obasanjo uh the no, the man that handed over to Obasanjo, uh, the general, you know. Okay. He mentioned equity, justice, you know, and fair play, and balance. If he could see that, if our president can do that, Abdul Salam. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yes, You know, if the president, he, he hammers on it. Most of them hammer on equity, justice, that all these things will disappear. Sessionist agenda that the president spoke about. I mean, it's not the issue of looking for their sponsors and all that. What is necessary is, let's do the right thing. Let the president change his tactics. You know, managing our differences, disparity, ethnic disparities and all. In in line with the Constitution of the Federal Republic of Nigeria that talks about, you know, national character. I mean, let these things go round when you are giving positions and all that. I'm sure all the decisionists and agenda and what have you, we didn't have this kind of, especially the one we have, even at the beginning of the war in 1966, the situation was not, all we had at that point was killings. But at this point in time, you now have kidnapping, you know, preponderance of kidnapping, you have assassins killing. In mm. fact, when I, when I listened to the president of Sokapu, Sadan Kaduna People's Union, I, I nearly shed tears. That they killed 48 people. They had buried 48 people some two, three days ago. And he said it's been complete, it's been happening all along. That some people want to take their land from there and they will not allow. But he was even saying people should defend. Even a, 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 a priest told them when during the burial that people should defend themselves. And that was what America did. And America regretted it. This you can buy gun anywhere. Because when you are saying people should defend themselves, it means they must have a means of countering people who come in. You know, with AK-47 and all that. And no nation does that and will not regret it, just like it's happening in America. Well, um, the um, security issue uh, is is a a major one. The Mm -hmm. president, uh, you know, got into the issues of... um, and I'm the Kano's yeah, the and sponsors yes. and all of that. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll get your thoughts yeah. as regards that mm-hmm. in a moment. But we'll take a very quick pause. Mm-hmm.
Football is here again. Football is here again. Everybody's happy. La 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 la. Wait a second, they make you happy now. Sure, you never hear. Football don't open its 14 store for this Abekuta inside Akiolubade Social Center. New Bunga Football Store. Good land, Gidiba. Friday, 8th of October. Waiting be football. Football now your one stop shop. Oh, call and find a bus stop where you fit shop for correct market, chop food, and still play for same time. Then get supermarket where you fit buy grocery, toiletries, household appliances, and all your daily needs. A chicken money will not put hole for your pocket. They ever get a restaurant where you feel get correct food with sweet and go full of belly. Wow! Computer games, be virtual reality, snooker, air hockey, PS5, at Bebe, Lok Pombe. I know fit wait for Friday, 8th of October. Make a rush go jollificate for your look at the social center, Bekuta. Nibiti food go supermarket, Yoti Bale Bagger. Nilo Bekuta, Lodjo Kajoshu Kewa, do ye? Put call is here again. Put call is here again. Thank you for staying with us. Uh, freshly pressed <laughs> this morning, the abridged version uh, is Independence Day of uh, the country. We spent a lot of minutes listening to the president's uh, Independence Day speech. I've uh, been uh, talking about some of the things that he said. Uh, he uh, spoke about um, well, the arrest of Namdi Khan, yeah, the arrest of Sunday Adeyemo, yeah, uh, saying that um, there's been some revelations, mm. uh, sponsors of. Um, Terrorists and all of that, and he said, including one uh, that is serving National Assembly member. Uh, that presupposes that that individual has been identified. Of course. How tough is it to name and shame, maybe, it, it, in this part of the world? You know, it, it's, it's a difficult thing. Re- remember, there, there was this Melafia. You know, the man just who about just died. About that Melafia. I mean, he was the first person that said. I mean, he's talking. He, he spoke about the man in the National Assembly. Obadiah oh, Melafia said there is a serving governor in the north. You know that is behind it. I mean, that it broke, brought a lot of consternation in the nation. Why must? But nobody has mentioned that name. That's the reason why I feel in this part of the world it's very difficult. Recall that about five four hundred people had been fingered initially. People supplying food, supplying petrol giving information to Boko Haram, we are going to name them 400, nobody has named everybody. About uh, 500 debtors, we are going to name and shame. Nobody has named and shamed any, any debtor. You know, so it's a, it's, it's a difficult thing. Well, perhaps because of if you, if you pick somebody, the person will mention another person, and in fact the president said if you mention the name of that person, you'll be, you'll be, everybody will be surprised. So, it's, it's a difficult thing. But ordinarily, if you name and shame, so many countries do it. Uh, UAE recently named six six mm. Nigerians, you know, supporting the Boko Haram and what have you. So, why can't we name and shame? But it's difficult to do in this part of the world. Well, <laughs> uh, the um, situation uh, the um, for, for a lot of people, uh, because I've, I've been trying to take a look at so some of your reactions on Facebook, for example, and some of the reactions across uh, a lot of uh, uh, online uh, social media mm-hmm. platforms where uh, the speech of the president was uh, streamed live. Uh, it's, it's a funk. It's a it's an issue of yes, a law was said, but 
what is the people's perception about all these things that have been said? Uh, do they feel any better about what the president has said? Do they feel any more hopeful about what the president has said? Uh, and it, it has to be a tough jo- well, maybe not entirely tough for uh, the speechwriters. The yeah, <laughs> because it must- that's, you could argue that it's, it's just really tough. Uh, <laughs> You know, getting that message across to people, that message of hope, that message of letting them understand that it is our independence, you can be happy. No, it is very difficult, especially for youths. You know, you are talking of 33% unemployment, you are talking of poverty, uh, you are talking of 40% of the 200 million Nigerians living under, you know, living above poverty line, one dollar a day. So it's a difficult thing to tell people when the situation on the ground does not just and and we don't even seem to okay look at even insecurity we are talking about there was a story in the papers yesterday that igp has even released some policemen you know to politicians it on on like what was he that to agreed mm. and you begin to imagine why release when you have shortage there was a time they wanted to recruit ten thousand. we have not had that they are now promised another 20 recruitment of twenty thousand. there was tussle between the uh, commission, you know, and the IGP and all that, you know, so it's difficult for people to believe there is hope anywhere. But if these policymakers change their style and let's see it on the ground that they are changing, things are changing, we are spreading things around, we are creating wealth, you know, we are just and fair, you know, because if you are talking of, yes, we have gotten their sponsors and all that, there is agitation, there is secessionist moves, you know, here, here and there. Let's look at the, the, the what is the, the root cause of it and tackle it from that level. So it's not it's not you know looking at who is sponsoring and all that. Or yeah, we have arrested this. Yes, fine, good enough. I mean, if anybody offends, you know, yes, the next thing is to arrest and all that. But more often than not, consensus. Look at the root cause and solve the problem because I'm worried, especially what is going on in Anambra State in the east. It, it's worrisome. And it doesn't appear. There are security agencies there, in fact, all over the place. Mm. Even yesterday, I mean, kill, you know, killings, yesterday, burning of you know, police stations and all that. I think people can be talked to. Let's believe in dialogue. For me, I think that is what makes up the problem, not strong tactics. Well, uh, the uh, Facebook um, streaming is there for you to uh, drop your contributions. Quite a number of them, you know, the Facebook.com uh, forward slash Fresh FM Live. Uh, that's where you drop your contributions. I don't know whether uh, we'd have the opportunity to uh, squeeze in um, any of your calls this morning, but we'll, we'll try to mention some of your Facebook comments. There are quite a number of um, uh, ads that we should have taken. So we'll just take yeah. uh, one or two there about uh, and uh, take a look at some of your comments and then I'm sure we'll find a way to <laughs> you know, do the rest. But yeah. we'll take a very quick pause. Please don't go anywhere. Footco is here again. Footco is here again. Everybody loves it. La 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 la. You said don't catch the Footco fever. Who not like the tatting? Where I go shop for my niece to get correct food and hang out with my G's under one roof. This one a first of its kind for Abe Okuta. To celebrate the opening of Footco Abe Okuta at Akionluk Bade Social Center, 8th of October. Footco, they give us deals where sweet are Bele. Spend 10,000 naira and get 1,000 naira meal free. Plus free arcade center ticket. Ogbonge some fresh bread. And one liter coke at 499 naira 99 cup. 
low for 50 gram refill as 959 naira 99 cup. Three crowns evaporated meal 160 gram as 189 naira 99 cup. Indomie onion chicken flavor 70 gram. Minaton sandwich toaster ST801 9999 naira 99 cup. They will blend that DBL Thank you for staying with us. Uh, freshly pressed on Fresh 107.9 FM. Uh, in about four minutes, uh, very quickly, uh, some of the reactions, some of your reactions are through the president's speech on Facebook. Uh, Sanitarian Akiola says, good morning. This is not the first time our president will be reading Independence Day speech. Where, are the, where is the safety in the country? A uh, country full of blood of innocent souls. He says, may God save us. A GT says, why will people continue to be fooled? If someone cannot handle a country in six years, is it one year that is left that we'll be able to do it? Well, keep the hope alive. Yeah, There's yeah, a lot yeah. that can be done in a sure, year. Sure. And <laughs> as far as the... Ad- <laughs> uh, well, he goes on to say they should stop fooling us. I uh, don't know why people keep listening to this. Um, yeah. Zakaria Alubatanukula says, gone were the days when the larger percentage of Nigerians listen to the president on Independence Day like this with serious attention and leaving hope. Today... Reverses the case. Killings, kidnapping, corruption, banditry, bad economy, falling of the Naira, and the, to crown it all, insecurity. These have turned presidential speech to another thing. O Lord of Heavens and Earth, redeem our beloved nation, Nigeria, force our leaders to listen to you and help us to do the needful. In Jesus' name, he prays. <laughs> I'm sure there's a loud amen to Amen, that. yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, well, uh, those are some of them. Uh, I'll just uh, leave it there uh, this uh, morning as well. Some of your thoughts are concerned. Uh, the uh, very key conversations uh, that have been peddled a lot as regards uh, what we need to do uh, as a country to uh, move forward or to improve things. Many have said uh, it is restructuring mm. by yeah. you know, by by whatever means. Yes. Some have said that uh, there is just the need uh, to have a dialogue, as dialogue you said. Comes, yes. Uh, these are things that a lot of people will be looking at uh, in the rem- well. There's still one more Independence Day for the president yeah, to celebrate before, before sure. leaving in 2023. But these are things that people will be looking at the president to see what his position would be. There's not a lot of uh, optimism, to be fair, because some people look at him and say, oh, "We know we even know yeah. what he's done and all of that." But if this is a man who has come out to say, "I don't intend to leave as a failure," so maybe, just maybe, for the sake of our country, for the sake of Nigerians. Just maybe, just maybe. Uh, some of these moves uh, will be made eventually. Just maybe. Uh, I hope you'll be realistic enough, you know, because there are times when you don't listen to your kitchen cabinet members. There are times when you go out. I, I, I appreciate some governors in the past, even some presidents. Incidentally, when Muritala Muhammad you know, was alive, there were infractions at, at the post office. He wanted to know how workers, federal workers in the, at the post office were working. He went to queue. Nobody, they didn't recognize him until he saw the way they were attending to customers and all that and he jumped in and said, yes, 
you know, you, 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 you are not busy attending to people. So, if a president can move out, you know, and here, don't listen to what to your mate, your subordinates tell you, go and see for yourself. Maybe, right. maybe, 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 we change these tactics. Okay. All right, we'll leave you there this morning. Uh, Mr. Aino, thank you very much. Um, always <laughs> nice. Thanks, <laughs> really. thanks, thanks for you having very me. Much. Yeah, you thank you for your time. Yeah. Uh, happy Independence Day. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, uh, it will turn out to be a happy one eventually. Yeah. Okay. Keep the hope alive. Wale Bakar is my name. Have a great Friday. Good morning.